Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. This one's a special one. It's going to be cool. I'm here with uh, Dave Swanson and Justin Ross this time. How are you guys doing? So good. Oh, so good, man. Justin, it's good to so... hear you, man. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Hi, everybody. And there's Dave. Hey. Yeah, it's cool. So we have uh, Justin Skyping in tonight. Justin, where are you hailing from? Where's home? Oh, getting my hail on in uh, <laughs> Northern California. Hail NorCal. Vacaville, <laughs> home of the vacas. It's oh, yeah. like half an hour from San Francisco, pretty much. Wait, what's a vaca? I've been through Vacaville before. I want to go back, man. I want to go see you guys. I want to fly down to San Francisco and come up and uh, hang out with you guys in Vacaville. Hey, yeah. Come down for a show. Oh, we get to talk about that. Yeah, come down for a show. Oh, yeah. That'd be so cool. I totally do that. Um, uh, yeah, I'm. I just forced myself into this direction, but I'll just say <laughs> I'm playing drums with Lindsay Elm. She's a chick that um, was on The Voice, and she's my friend. And so we've been playing shows like all around. Oh, that's so cool, um, Justin. The, the Bay Area. So yeah, so, it's so actually you're a famous, thing. is what you're saying. No, no, she is. But but by association, you are now too. You can go anywhere the you want. Closest thing you could say is like. After a show, a guy was like, hey, you looked taller when you were sitting behind those drums. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the amount of I've that's... But no, it's great. It's so uh... cool, man. It's like, it's, it's like soul kind of stuff. Yeah. Like really tight, like hip hop kind of drumming almost. It's really fun. That's so cool, Justin. I'm really happy for you that you're, uh, you're getting to do that. How many shows have you done so far? Uh, we just did our second one. Uh, we have a booked already um that's sweet and so it's like through just through the, the bay area yeah we played in fairfield which is a little bit toward the bay from here um yeah that was like theater and that was sold out and that was it was cool it was like a um it's funny she draws like this kind of older crowd because right. marketable for like a jazz lounge or something because she has like oh sure i mean so we played like full band loud you know four piece for that show but then uh then just last weekend we played in a house in berkeley at like a rich guy's house that he he does house shows every month and it was like a dinner and a show kind of setup thing to where sure. the wife uh cooked these awesome gourmet meals and then you it's like ticketed so people show up and they pay like 40 bucks to have a dinner and then we played in this like tiny little thing for like 55 people in like a tiny house it was it was crazy Super cool though. Now, how much money do you make off this? That's the real question. Quite a bit, which is I like. Honestly, I've never been paid to. Play music, so. <laughs> Dude, congratulate! No, that's really cool, man. You should have been know, paid years dude. ago. It's it's so funny. Like no, like in no other thing. Usually, do you spend you know I don't know twelve years like working on a craft, yeah, and then never get anything for it. <laughs> but now it's like, you know, like I could, you know, I've I've probably made enough to pay for like. A couple symbols, you know. <laughs> <For my junk. laughs> hey, that's money. No oh, man, I, I hear you. That's, do that's, work. That's really cool, though. I'm I'm super happy that you're getting to do it, and that that sounds like a cool gig. It sounds like it'll be uh, it'll be fine. But I'm. Do you think you're going to be uh, doing it for a little while? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, we just started. Um, she's almost done with an EP that she's going to release, and cool. it'll go beyond to Pandora because she has connections. And uh, oh, that's so cool. There's a lot of talk like we could almost we could probably get into South by Southwest this year, but it's pretty soon. But we probably won't just because. Yeah, South by is like three weeks away. South by, 
yeah she might go play it like by herself um it would be it would be hard for us because we'd have to get the whole band we had to fly out there you know yeah which is okay but um yeah it definitely looks up like i mean we can book every weekend if we wanted to um but like everybody in the band except for her is like married and has kids and stuff so um we're just playing like every other week or so Ah, that's really cool, but it's great. I'm, I'm really glad that you're getting to do that. Hey, uh, got, can, uh, can you get me your number? Yeah, yeah, totally, man. She's single, <laughs> cool. too. Yeah, that's, I, when I heard you say that everyone else was taken, I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. I'll get in on this. <laughs> Stay is always looking you, for you, Me and you, Justin, we can hang out all the time. <laughs> Dave on the road. That would be the best Dave. <laughs> Dude, roadside Dave. You could drive, drive the tour bus. I would, man. Yeah, it's just a converted Camaro. A Camaro. <laughs> well, that's silly. We'd, we'd Camaro. take a regular bus and then put a Camaro on the front. <laughs> that's... So, Justin, you were saying that, that she was a contestant on The Voice a while back. Is that right? Yeah, uh, season nine. So she made the blind auditions. She got a four-chair turn, and she was on team Gwen Stefani. And then uh, Gwen. she lost in the first battle round to a 15-year-old. And I'm still bitter at that kid, uh, <laughs> which is, yeah. Dude, I'll punch cool. a kid in the it's face. Yeah, learning about, like, her, hearing her talk about it, it's so insane how different it is compared to what you see, man, and, like, how much they edit down, and it's just hilarious, like. I totally oh, believe that, yeah. I'm, to her. I'm probably going to do a podcast and just uh, talk to her and interview her about a bunch of stuff, and, because it's just. I thought it'd be even cool to start a podcast talking to everybody who like loses on shows like that. Like there's so many people, oh, like, so many losers, <laughs> an idol, like seriously. And their experience is so different. Like I talked to a, the guy who hosted the Berkeley show that we just played. He has a son who was in America's got talent and they flew him to Las Vegas and they waited in this big room with a bunch of contestants to, you know, go on to the next level. And like 12 or 14 hours into the whole thing, they came in. They're like, yeah, we don't need you. You can go home. <laughs> like, didn't even, what? <laughs> they got all the footage they needed. So just like people have these crazy experiences. I thought it was pretty interesting. It'd be fun to. Yeah. Talk yeah. About it. I think it'd be super cool to, to find out about. I know that I think like part of the background of it, though, is that everybody's like under these weird, uh, really controlling contracts. I've always so, wondered like, about they can't that. Say any, or they can't announce to the media in any kind of press release, like what's going on. Right. It that that would that was one of the most interesting things I asked her about. Like, she she auditioned a year ago, and like the the thing I think it aired in November or October. Yeah, and she had to wait that whole time. Like she knew that she lost. She knew like you know all this stuff. But then like the week of, they're allowed to start talking about it. And oh, she's like, man. Hey, so everyone's rooting for her, you know, actively, and she knows the whole time. She's like, yeah, cool. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> It was so funny, man. It's it's a trip. Anyways, that's so weird. That's the um, but um, we can talk about other stuff. No, dude, like, I, uh, I wanted to talk to you, man. I, I I mean, we don't get the chance to catch up enough, but I think it's really cool, like getting to get to chat with you. And that's super cool, man. I'm really glad you're getting to do some drumming stuff. And I just thought yeah. it was fun that you were calling in. I mean, I saw we uh, or like I just thought it was cool enough that you even bothered to like download this podcast and listen to Dave and I talk. So yeah, man, I. I've listened to probably almost half of them, I think, um, including the. I'm sorry, uh, I was just gonna say you, you're a brave no. soul. You got a lot of time. No, it's uh, no, I do, but um, I just wanted to say, like, honestly, it's it's so much better from like the first few episodes to now. I just listened to the most recent one you two did. That's all, Billy. And by the way, the 
the one like <laughs> right before you guys went and had some beers on Friday, whenever that was, it was awesome. Like you had like a way, you know, you had this cadence going and it was like way more chill and relaxed and it was fun, man. Yeah. Thanks for saying. Definitely gotten better. That's kind of yeah, what. And I, I really like your idea of doing 50 and then like, getting serious about editing and stuff. I think that's brilliant because <laughs> I've done a few now and there's such this like, I'm not even over the curve of like just that awkwardness, like, uh, you know, when there's lulls. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. An awkward, you know, because you're so conscious of it. No, it's, this it's is kind of fun. Now. It's on my phone and I just feel like I'm just talking to my old friends. Yeah, no, which is super cool. We should, we should do this all the time. Thousands of people are hearing this. <laughs> millions, closer to millions. Yeah, our numbers are really drastically multiplying. It's it's been pretty impressive. Exponential growth. Yeah, I it's inevitable. <laughs> if you talk cool. more about like Dave's sketchy like coworker that makes three D printers in his basement or something, you might get some more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put that all on the show notes. Quickly, I was like what like that is not normal that that just that deserves some, you probably some know who this individual is too justin really since you probably do yeah justin's on the inside since you yeah, all right, worked so with folks <laughs> folks that are listening to this for the last 20 <laughs> minutes <laughs> might be curious about context justin and dave and i know each other for a long time i think anybody that would bother to listen to any of this might have already suspected something like that but they're yeah, on to like, us back in high school justin and i met Back in high school, Dave and I met. I guess really about the same time. Like I, I guess I figured you guys like yeah, Grand's group. past is GP. Where? It's almost <laughs> like near Tom Billy. You'll know the state exactly. It's almost nine years since we all went skydiving, huh? Oh yeah, I was April, about that. April twenty eighth, two thousand and seven. Seven, yeah. Seven. We should do a ten year reunion of yeah. I'll do a 10-year reunion. Dude, sky my day. actual 10-year reunion is coming though. up, too. Oh, sure, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot down there. Probably. I'll fly down, and I'll jump out of that plane. Out of the same plane. <laughs> Direct flight. <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An anticipation, and then I'm out of here. That's all. <laughs> as far as I need to go, guys. Direct flight, please. No landing needed. United flights. <laughs> no, that's I, actually a good idea, though. Oh yeah, just kick, like just but like airbusing like thousands of passengers over places and just dropping them. That should be how you do tourism. So you so don't like, have to land countries. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a like a discount ticket. You want yeah? You want, no I was just gonna say you want the cheapest ticket. You get this flight. Yeah, it's like half, you got balls. Half you the get crew this flight. Jumps out at a certain point in the flight. No one lands. <laughs> Yeah, the price of the ticket like rings up the further you're on it. So yeah, you jump so, yeah, you decide you decide where you want to jump. I'll go for a coastal. Yeah, it's landing. like a taxi meter just going up. <laughs> yes, exactly. Sky taxi. Dude, this is yeah. this is a good idea. If we make them out of like throwaway gliders, that way it's we can crash them all the time. You know, the planes. The planes. Yeah. Yeah. And just have everyone bail. Everybody, the pilots too. <laughs> Even the pilots too. Everybody bails. Cares, the rocket yeah. that explodes eventually, and so you you have to bail, but just point the rocket, you know, west. Oh, now now <laughs> we're talking rockets. Yeah, <laughs> man. But um, yeah, so we've known each other for a long time. We went skydiving over the city, of Eugene. I remember that, man. That was cool. That was like uh, right before I graduated from high school. I just got the Camry. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, that Camry never died. How much lives happened. It's still no alive. 
Oh yeah, replacing the Colt Vista. Oh, I miss the Colt Vista. I hardly remember. That name is favorite car. It was, man. It was. <laughs> Justin, I really miss your old BMW. The four-door oh, coupe. You? Yeah. I was just telling my wife how I cracked the oil pan jumping it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that I thought that was, was so funny. I remember hearing about that. I was sad to see that car go. But, man, you did everything with that car. I remember, like, the... Samurai sword for the longest time. Oh, like yeah. a shift. That's a legend. Uh, it's so cool. I miss that thing. Legend. Sure. <laughs> it is. That's shifter, dude. Yeah. Give me powers. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I put a samurai sword handle where the stick shift was. And so, you know, it's that simple. But it re- yeah, there's it yeah. nothing to it. Yeah. It was a pretty clever idea, though. I thought. And I think every time Dave got in, he imagined me taking a full-on sword and just stabbing it into my transmission. <laughs> I did say that, didn't I? Just jabbing. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't replace the handle. He just put a sword straight into the transmission, and it worked. Uh, oh, man. That's pretty funny. So I spent all day. I spent all day today in, like, this Wikipedia rat hole. I was telling Dave about it before. Justin, you've probably done this before, too. But um, Yeah, go on. Oh, well, no, I just, like... I like so I, I've been there, guilty. I've been, That's I'm, the biggest so, subject. I don't know if I've ever <laughs> taken a whole day down. So my time is a lot different now. I don't have. Oh yeah, nowadays I'm sure it is. I'm no, cool. I was at work all day, but like so I was oh, running okay. around. No, well, yeah, I was running around like doing stuff, but I was trying to figure out um, stuff about uh, the the lunar new year is what I was is what I was trying to figure out. But that breaks down into like how we even have calendars and how many different calendars <laughs> there are, and that there are lunar calendars and lunar solar calendars and solar calendars and all these have like different breakdowns of like how the ancient people figured out how long a year was and there's like just all these sorts of history that i never even knew existed anyway i spent my whole day kind of like learning about that yeah i i guess you could say the same i do that just with podcasts i'll go down a rabbit hole of like hearing a recommendation and then oh interesting so yeah yeah, yeah, but that's pretty weird. A new year, huh? A new year. Well, yeah, I was trying to figure out what the, the Chinese New Year was. I don't know anything about it, honestly. And so I just found out it's like based on the Lunar New Year. And I was trying to figure out how they decide this, when the Lunar New Year begins. So you're assuming I'll know because this is another short joke. <laughs> Some really yep. weird, like, <laughs> sneak around short joke. <laughs> yeah, get ready for it. <laughs> just keep playing right, along. It's, uh, yep, it's January 24th. And yeah. <laughs> but the the there's like this thing called the metonic cycle which is like this 19 year period of of how the new moon begins in the solar year cycle there's this weird thing it's like so the metonic cycles night this is what i like obnoxiously read about like all day <laughs> but, so the metonic cycle is this 19 year period that's like a common multiple of our year so 19 solar years is almost exactly like however many number of new moons of new like sidereal or synodic months synodic lunar months yeah you guys don't know what those were i was gonna say he's going deep (laughs) i've never been this deep synodic i'm taking notes how do you spell that metonic (laughs) m-e-t-o-n-i-c m-a Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Metonic. It was going. Yeah. 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 Got yeah, it. The metonic cycle. It's this 19-year period, but it's this cool proof that shows like how long our year is. And so it's uh, every 19 years, like the the moment 
that the year begins like because it's it's 365 days and okay, one fourth and one seventy eighth day and right. so like the julian calendar so we're on the gregorian calendar and that was established by like pope gregory in 1542 i think but then before that we were on the julian calendar from julius caesar and that was a roman right. calendar that goes back to like almost the beginning like the date of christ like the bc to ad conversion but all this stuff is like super new and so that calendar was like off by 11 days a year or 11 days every millennia so like easter kept slipping back it's really strange stuff so they had like so that's where they figured out a way to like add in the leap year days with the gregorian calendar and that's how they kind of established that but otherwise way back in the past they'd have like leap months that they'd add in every couple hundred years and they try and like get oh. back on on track with it. Yeah, it's super strange. It's really weird how it works. But so I, I mean, I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> I've just been re- then I found out that like so all the astronomy names that we know in the sky are like from Ptolemy, which was this this astronomer who lived in Egypt and Alexandria under Roman rule, but knew Greek and followed like Greek teachings. And this was in like AD. 150 or so and he was the one that wrote down he's the astronomer that first wrote down all the stuff for dude had a lot like of the time. constellations so all the constellations and the planets and the movements of the planets he's the one that established this uh this perception of the 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 geocentric universe model that the earth was at the center at the bottom that we were at the base looking up into the perfect heavens above and then uh-huh. it was copernicus like a thousand 1200 years later that came up identified the heliocentric model which is the truth like where we go around the sun but ptolemy was the one that wrote this book and that was all based on stuff from this other astronomer (laughs) 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 hipparchus the Greek astronomer from like BC 350. And so that was the one, but none of his books or records remain still. They were all like burned and destroyed. So we actually don't know what it is. So our early record. Who burned it? I think just all the dark ages. <laughs> the darkness burned it. Darkness. Okay, got it. No, I understand. They lost the history. Yeah, yeah but. <laughs> happens all the time. Uh, ages. But there's a lot of history lost. It's so strange. Like I'm looking yeah. at, oh, yeah. I, man. Even I know, <laughs> man. I, don't, I know. I've so been like, there. All this is to say, to cut to the chase of this, all this is to say, I don't know anything about history. Like I feel like there's so little. No one does. Of like the set of, of the set of time that goes back, even for the last like two or three thousand years, I don't really have any concrete understanding of what was going on. Nope. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, none of us were you really there. Stuff that happened like last year and you stuff like that, you know, that's all gone for me. So <laughs> I was gonna say I haven't remembered Only anything. Bro. I'm keeping up, I'm keeping up with it. But no, it's so strange. Like I was learning about, yeah, like Hipparchus, Hipparchus, the Greek astronomer, who who took a bunch of the the astronomical data that was left over from Babylon and like the Mesopotamian culture that was before that, but they were like wiped out by the Persians and the Assyrians over a different set of that periods right. of time. Well, I'll accept that. I think first the Persians and then the Assyrians came down. So strange though. Man, all this history, I didn't it know about. Yeah. 
but it's really cool because like all this has to do with like how how we understand like our our calendar today or how we like set up a year and stuff so i don't know see that's why i don't i don't know i don't trust i guess i don't trust our calendar i'll just say it i don't trust i just don't trust it i don't know like like (laughs) and dave's like unlimited skepticism you know what it's it's just like i mean uh, (laughs) i don't trust the calendar i just don't trust it man I mean, brushing my teeth, but uh, <laughs> that calendar's been lying to me. It's just, I mean, it, it's, it's, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? It's theorized that, I mean, we've lost like, like a 300 year give or take gap between, you know, old time and this time. So, like, we could, could be, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's like it's, way off, way off, way, just way year, off, just way, off. like. If someone said, you know, people saying like, oh, 2012 is the end of the world, like it could be, but we, oh, we just don't, I like that. Episode. We could be like 300 years behind that supposed date, you know, cause we just have such a jumble between calendars. But it, uh, anyway, you, the jumble between calendars is really weird. And so what I'm figuring out is, is culturally, it's not really ever measured in the same way. Right. That, but it's just different systems that are what the base of a calendar year is. So like we were talking about, there's the lunar calendar where it's a certain period of of new moon to new moon periods, which is like a 29.45 day uh, period. And so that's almost a month. But what we notice, like what we see in the night skies, uh, this is turning into another podcast. But You guys, clocks within clocks. <laughs> it's real. Clockception. What? Just rotating cycles, like all measuring the same thing, but at different yeah i imagine well, a bunch of clocks a bunch of gears just that's what it that's what ends up happening that's the separation of it is that the way that we count stuff like before that we had, we had the idea of like leap years and leap months they or leap they just had they didn't have that so it would get really off they would have this calendar that would kind of lapse into like the winter like springtime mm-hmm. would start way back in the winter <laughs> really strange so they had to like add all these weird uh, pieces in. so that's probably right. where you're what you're talking about is in these like kind of strange changes to the cycle that don't really match up with ours mm-hmm. now it's super strange stuff but the chinese calendar is the one that goes back the furthest that's the one that has like the longest running I'll continuous yeah. amount of time as it's been recorded it's like it's like Four thousand six hundred, because they don't have, they don't have the demarcation of like the before after Christ mark that was in right the Roman Empire and the Greco Roman. So basically, just follow the Chinese calendar, everybody. <laughs> if you're listening in, I'm time dragon, to switch. Bro. Make the switch. Gotta make the switch. Gotta make the switch. Dragon. <laughs> you're the monkey. The monkey. Which is great because, yeah, look at all the monkeys we have running around just in the politics. Like, the, you know, this is a big political year and so many of the candidates are just, yeah, n- just silly. They're just silly. They're Mr. like jokes. I, I think of Jeb Bush with his big bottle, bottle glasses on. Just please clap. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeb, I don't know. I think they're, what are they, they're coming up to like Super Tuesday and I think it's like the beginning of March, right? Wow. Sounds yeah. I mean, we don't find out like the 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 DNC or the RNC until May or June. Is that when the conventions are? Uh, I think you're right. I don't know the. I'll exact leave political dates on process and caucusing to some other show. That yeah, I know better. <laughs> I don't even know how the calendar I don't, works, yeah. Dave. I, don't know I, I was just gonna works. say we can't even figure out time. How are we gonna figure <laughs> out anything else? Yeah. But uh, sorry, I'd say more. I just don't have a lot in the subject of politics or moons. 
or time. Justin has no time. (laughs) Gotta have time. No, well, Justin, I wanted to talk to you more about, I guess, like other family life, son. What's that like? Well, yeah, family life. Yeah. Man, it's like it's cool. It's awesome. It's like it comes in waves of challenging stress and joy. (laughs) Like our our boy, he's uh, he's almost nine months. He uh. He's just getting over what, like, a mild case of croup cough. Oh, yeah. Ooh. This thing, I guess, is not really curable. It's just like a thing they get where they constantly, and he's teething and he has an ear infection. So it's just like, it was a dark month for uh, sure. Like, little dude. Like, sleep deprip, like deprivation mixed with just the annoyance of something screaming at you for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, it goes, it comes and goes. and we're just getting out of that, so it's a lot better. Today was a lot better. But, uh, dude, yeah, it's it's awesome, though. It's it's just another way of – I mean, that's how I've been describing these seasons, like, with marriage and then with this now. It's just, like, new ways of pushing your character, you know? Like, you have choices to, pushing like – Pushing your snap. character. I like that. Yeah, man. Like, you I, like you, 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 you can – if back in the day, you could just go home and shut the door and, you know, deal with your stuff and, like, just – freak out or just play video games and get over yeah, it. Yeah, back in the but day. Like, yep. <clears throat> yep, in front. And then people get to see you and you suck at life. <laughs> and you're but, but it's totally it's totally awesome, man. I'm I'm excited for both of you guys to to have kids. I know you will. Oh, even yeah. though Dave's gonna resist. Nope. But no you nope. will I'll do it uh yeah, awesome. down the road a little bit. But yeah, Jess, I'm super proud of you, man. I think it's really cool and I I really want to see little Jet sometime soon yeah he's he's a kick dude he's it's funny like watching people observe him and like comment about him because i have like my experience with him yeah like seeing people they'll be like oh like a lot of people says he's like yo he's a thinker like (laughs) that's the most common thing we get he just observes everything and he's constantly looking around and like just wants to look at people and just like it's (laughs) it's pretty in his head (laughs) uh but yeah it's been a blast for sure yeah, that's super cool, Justin. I'm I'm really happy to hear, you know, updates about the family and and so you're in you're in Vacaville now. I think that's really cool. Are you near Danny too? Yeah, we live like a hundred feet away from each other. All right, that's what I thought. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that you guys are, are are close together, and and he's got a, a little yeah, girl too, right? It, yeah, she's like five months older, I think. Or that's so cool. Yeah, give him yeah, that. Yeah, walking around and stuff. She's hilarious, dude. Uh, oh, that's cool. But uh. Yeah, it's been sweet, and uh, I'm working at UC Davis as a groundskeeper right now, so the only thing I could, I was thinking about when you're talking about time and seasons is, like, you know, plants have their way of calculating time and stuff and seasons, and it's crazy right now. Everything's pushing so hard. Like, all our pears are all flowering. All the almonds are flowering. Ooh, that's really Weeds cool. are insane. It's like a mini, fo- like a faux spring right now, so it makes my job crazy, but I was wondering what that that was like down there because we're I mean it's it's a lot less of a degree up here but we're getting that that fake spring too which we kind of always seem to get like that second third week of February it probably sticks quite a bit more there in that part of California than it does up here. Yeah, we have like a lot of the pear trees in my area that I take care of didn't lose all their leaves like they're normally deciduous but it's been so warm that they just <laughs> kept them the whole year so no they're way. gradually turning into like an evergreen which is just so weird <laughs> and really annoying for me because they just drizzle leaves instead of like dump them all and then I can clean them. They're just kind of like 
F you. Oh, <laughs> just drop some more. A few at a time. I'd heard about that in like tropical climates, right? That like like citrus fruits and stuff that are, and I think like a lot of the other trees, they just kind of flower all year round. That they yeah. they produce like fruit and in, in a different type of cycle than what we're used to in these climates. Yeah, super yeah, strange. Trip, man. But uh, yeah, I think what you're talking about makes a lot of sense of like when plants and stuff come on and off. It's really weird. There's this bulb, like bear. I don't know. <laughs> there's this. There's this. <laughs> yeah, that was a good. Right. So just, let's follow him. Let's just follow him. All right. All right, it's, right. it's the same ball. thing. It's the same thing. It's this bulb. Right, this like um, this root, a tuber, you know, and it's been planted before I've ever lived in this house. But it's like right outside, like the front door of the house. You go out to the sidewalk and right into the lawn. The last three years, during the first week of February, it's been the first like flower to pop up. Like first first flower, like every last three years, it's popped up, and it's always like February first, second, or third. And it seems to hit like whatever a few days is kind of good weather, but it's this little. Flower pops up in less than 24 hours, has this bright purple flower, and then is like wiped out within less than a day. Super delicate. And then it's gone for like the next year. And then it comes back up again at like almost the exact <laughs> same calendar date that we, that we have. Super strange how it's kind of matched up that same way. That's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Just that little flower. Little flower. Yeah. One day. The first time we were here, it was like a nice day. And the flower came up. It was like this nice bushel it was like half a dozen or more little purple flowers that had all popped up in less than 12 hours and then like just a few hours later the snow apocalypse came through it was that huge winter oh, yeah. storm that we got back in 2014 in like february it put like a foot of snow down in like <laughs> just downtown portland oh you want a flower get yeah. crushed get crushed <laughs> that's what that flower learned oh man poor little guy now what made you keep track of this flower like that that's my question I saw it. The, but the first time you were like let's let's write this down well March. okay so the reason that that i checked it out is because that's just how <laughs> <laughs> yeah justin i gotta keep track of this <laughs> justin knows the right answer already. it really is like the living version of uh, will ferrell in the, the what is it called um stranger than fiction he's like only with dates i that's just how i imagine really. <laughs> okay all right that's fair the reason i know this is it was the first flowering thing after the new year the first like flowering like just plant that had come back right. it's a new growth of the year is a brand new thing it was like only what like a month in like what 35 days 40 days past like the solstice or something and there's already something Exa yeah exactly back flowering. I think, yeah so it was the first thing so that's why that's why i noticed that one above just the other hundred daffodils i'd see in march Okay. You're just reaffirming what I just said. That's all. But yeah, yeah. I agree. Oh yeah. That's that's where we went. Oh, yeah. It's like days after the solstice. Big circle. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Everybody says remember that. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's just about everything that I've got to talk about for um for this one. You got any questions, Dave? Justin? Say something, Justin. Talk. Yeah. So um. Today's episode is brought to you by NatureBox. NatureBox is a healthy snack subscription service that brings delicious munchies right to your door. This one is great for the home, office, or any tech hippie photographer on the go. Imagine putting citrus chipotle chickpeas in your mouth or sliding down honey macadamia pretzel pops down your neck. You'll be jazzed even when you spill sriracha cashews on your nasty floor of the 1988 Forerunner. NatureBox is that good. For 50% off your first box, go to naturebox.com slash Billy Newman photo. Just select your favorite snacks, 
Then put a GoPro on your porch and live stream it to capture the glory arriving. <laughs> Baba, wait, wait, we, you were reading something, right? Huh? Justin, <laughs> Justin felt that ad. No, no way. There's no <laughs> way that I would have bought that. If you put that on an ad, I would have. Make this podcast happen is just advertise on it. And then you'll get advertisers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that strategy before. <laughs> Man, I think NatureBox really does want my eight follow subscribers. <laughs> Dude, with that promo, though, Justin, just. Give me a just... when the money starts flowing in. Oh, just yeah. give me like you know, percent, and then we're good. Get a, get a little percentage cut of that, that moolah, that, that advertising money. Justin, seriously, send this in to NatureBox, and they will give you a job. Do you guys listen <laughs> Justin, I mean, you listen to podcasts all the time. I know I get your joke, too, because I'm listening to podcasts like eight hours a day. <laughs> so I think it's pretty funny. God, like, There's only like a couple podcast advertisers out there. You know, like NatureBox is one of the few. Right. Nice job, Justin. Good read on that Squarespace, one. Squarespace, Leslie, Casper, Wine yeah. Club. Yeah. yeah. Like Pro yeah. Flowers this week for Valentine's Day. They've been, oh, they've been going at it, at it really hard. It's just okay, really... You guys are- you should listen to this one called Reply. All right, sorry, not Reply. Uh, Startup. Have you heard Startup? I think I know the network it's on. It's the Gimlet. It's, yeah. So it's about like, it. pitching uh, yeah. a podcast company. Anyways, they have a couple episodes that are about like how they do everything, and it's so cool and so insightful. And he basically breaks down how they develop an episode and edit it and all this stuff. Super cool. And they have this whole thing about ads and stuff, and you'd love it check it out <laughs> no i should i i think i know like this the startup podcast and a couple of the others that you're talking about i've watched one on like web development for a long time it's pretty cool or like you know just like doing uh was it like wireframing that's what i was trying to learn how to do like wireframing of sites and stuff but it's cool yeah i want to check out that one on like podcast advertising i listen to the bill burr podcast you know the comedian huh. yep. and like like he got <laughs> He digs into the advertisers all the time because the advertisers like send a sheet with all this yeah, like copy. nonsense you're not supposed to read. That like nice. <laughs> oh, <that's the> whole <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All the all these like like pieces of it that are that are like just kind of like silly nonsense, bad jokes, or like little pieces of it of like how you're supposed to place the product. And like so he just right. kind of like I don't know, flippantly like reads through it, like just top to bottom without yeah. really breaking. <laughs> and I think it's just, my favorite ads. They're uh, this thing called Hollywood Handbook. They're on the Earwolf Network. They're just comedy. And yeah. They play these characters, and it's like it's hard to understand them until you get that they're just characters. But they read ads, but like totally sabotage the ad. Like I don't even know if they get paid or like if they even approve them because they'll read the copy, but then talk about how like one of them will have a better version of that. And so it's just actually selling his better version. Dude, it's so good. It's worth checking out. It's. It's Hollywood Handbook, but yeah, Hollywood I Handbook. love podcasts are definitely in a, a new state and we're just seeing the first wave really compared yeah. to like, it's going to become like, you know, cable television, you know, or like pretty mainstream, like it's going to be streamlined and made yeah. into a, a format and it's, it's cool to see it, you know, being experimented with. And I love what you guys are doing because it's, it's fun and it's like legit, but we'll also be able to like listen back in years and like hear like what was going on in our lives it's like an audio journal in a lot of ways and i think it's awesome man yeah that's why i want to keep doing it like i started man the first one i recorded was back in 2000 and 
2008. It was like January 2008. It was like the one that I was trying to do while I was up at, in Corvallis. They're super bad. Oh man, <laughs> they're they're online too. If you go, everybody you want, go back to the very beginning right. of this podcast feed, and that's where I put them. But but yeah, it's really weird to like go back and hear one what you sounded like, like ideas or like thought structures you had of like how you think you're gonna you're supposed to speak, different words that you say that you sort of expunged from your language or etiquette at that at this new point in your life when you look back at it. It's really strange how that is. Right on, man. Well, I gotta feed a kid. I got you, Justin. Well, on behalf of Justin Ross, Dave Swanson, (laughs) uh, my name is Billy Newman, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. There we are, baby!